Welcome to the God-Centered Recovery Podcast brought to you by Narrowgate Ministries. This podcast is dedicated to giving you a God-centered approach to recovery and to life. Follow along. Let's get started. Welcome back, man. Welcome back to the God-Centered Men's Recovery Podcast. I am glad to be back at you again. Uh, Happy Wednesday. Uh, I'm your host, uh, Tim Holloway, and this is a podcast for Christian men inside of recovery to live an awesome, spirit-filled life. So if that's you, welcome. If you haven't already done so, I encourage you to check out the link uh, inside of this podcast, and it will will take you to the recovery call page. And what that is, if if you're interested in recovery groups, uh, uh, binding together with a a group of Christian men inside of recovery, and you want to join the live groups, um, you can go ahead and click on that button. And what it will do, it will take you to a call with me. And so if you want to join the groups, jump on the phone and uh, let's get started. So we're going to continue on with our topic. We are in uh, Luke chapter six first um, um, right now, but you could go check it out. It's uh, We're starting in Luke six, verse 27. And it says this, but I say unto you, which here love your enemies and do good to them that hate you. I don't know about you, but that is some tough gospel. <laughs> now, many people think, um, you know, when they think of the gospel and they think of the the words of Jesus and and stuff like that, um, they don't think of a lot of times these hard sayings that really challenge the the core of who we are. Um, and giving a instruction that uh, seems really, really difficult to do. But yet here is Jesus saying, and this is probably one of the greatest sermons ever preached uh, that I know, but I say unto you which hear, love your enemies and do good to them that hate you. Now, um, Jesus was in pretty much the same climate as we are um, since the beginning of time, there has been those who are on the right, who are on the left, uh, as far as politics are concerned. Uh, there's always been enemies and wars and all of these things. So uh, what he was saying wasn't just in reference to that time, because the time is pretty much the same as far as what's going on, as far as the temperature of society. But um, he said to love your enemies, love your enemies. Now, I don't know about you, but um, that just doesn't come natural to me. And anything inside of recovery, inside of this new life, doesn't really come natural to us, right? Um, they're, they're things that defy nature, uh, especially our human nature. Because as humans, we, we gravitate to something else. You know, as men, we, we would gravitate more towards not being loving um, not forgiving and, and, and those sort of things. Uh, when we think of our enemies of society today, we don't think of um, we don't think of loving our enemies. Um, what we think of is destroying our enemies, right? Um, wiping them off the planet, um, causing extreme pain. This is what we think about when we think about in terms of our enemies. But Jesus brings something that. That, that cuts to the core of our life and, and tells us to love our enemies. 
So there is three words that really describe what these enemies are, but um, the first word is hateful, and that is uh, the simple definition of the word is to be full of hate, okay? And if you're going to take a stand, I've noticed, um, there are going to be haters. Um, there's no way out of, of, of the haters, um, I've experienced this on YouTube. I've experienced this on Facebook and on Instagram. Um, the haters are present there. And I know like deep inside it, it shouldn't bother me and all this. And I'm, I'm learning to, to deal with those things in a better fashion now. Um, and I don't respond to people as much. But the haters get under my skin, I'll tell you the truth. And then sometimes I just feel like um, responding back in a negative fashion to the haters, to the trolls. Um, I got a troll on uh, YouTube, just follows me around and and uh, posts negative comments on, uh, on the, my stuff. Um, and I started replying to him, and then now I just stopped because he just wants to hate, right? Uh, I got haters on my my Facebook page that um, um, Christians who have left the faith and think that um, what I'm talking about is BS, and they tell me that like what you what you're saying and what you're talking about is BS, and they follow around on my ads and on my posts, and they post negative comments and they post these videos and they say that I'm BS. And so we got trolls and haters in life. And, and I know now that I understand that they're not really hating me. They're, they're hating the, the message that I represent. So that I got to be okay and I got to be good with that. But whenever we take on the cross, whenever we take on the life of faith, um, there's going to be a lot of people not excited about that. And some of these people that might not be excited are the people closest to you. Uh, family members and friends and different stuff like that. And what we got to understand is that there are going to be haters. Uh, not everybody is going to like you. And for me, that's a little hard because, you know, deep within, I'm a peacemaker. I want to make peace. I want to, uh, you know, have friends and influence people and all that, that good jazzy stuff. But when the rubber meets the road, there are going to be people that not like you. And the reason why people don't like you in a sense, because now you're polarizing. Um, I made my podcast. I made uh, this ministry as polarizing as possible. And I did that because that's what I felt like God led me to do. And um, this is a, a recovery thoughts and ideas and paradigm that are formed around God. And therefore men and it's inside of recovery, and um, that is extremely polarizing. And I get that a lot. Why? Well, how come you're not reaching out to women? Uh, how come uh, you know it's God? I've had people say, you know what? I would, I would love to uh, do your program, but you know, I believe this, that, and the other thing. Now, most of it's like Buddhist traditions and and stuff like that, and and, and Hindu, and. And I feel bad in a sense that there's somebody out there that will that will speak the recovery message to you, but I'm just not the guy to do it. <laughs> and so you got to understand that sometimes there'll be haters in life. The second word uh, about these enemies is that they're hostile. 
And that means they're openly opposing and resisting what you're talking about. And that's what makes it hard for me to, to keep silent. And like I said, I'm doing a way better job now. Um, I tell people now, I'm like, if I'm not your cup of tea, then move on. That's my reply to to the haters now. And that kind of stirs them up and gets them mad more. But uh, I don't reply much after that. <laughs> uh, the third word is adversary. That is having antagonistic parties and opposing views. And here's the reality. When you get filled with the gospel... When you get to get uh, this life of recovery, this life of sobriety, um, you're going to have a lot of opposing views with other people, uh, opposing views with you know other Christian men who, who believe it's completely okay to to get plastered on the weekends. You know, you're going to have opposing views and opposing views with different people. So Jesus said, "Love." your enemies, and those that are hateful, those that are hostile, and those that oppose you. And that's really, really hard to do. Uh, Luke 6, 28, he says, bless those that curse you. Pray for those which use you. I'm paraphrasing a little bit. And unto them that hit you on the one cheek, turn the other. And uh, to him that would take your coat uh, or your cloak uh, off your coat also. And so what I broke this down was Jesus said, love, do good, bless, pray, and turn the other cheek to those who would be hateful, hostile, and oppose your views. That's some hard stuff. (laughs) That is some hard stuff. I look at that and I say, what? What? Um, Something that just defies nature and is very, very hard to do. So at the gist of this message, I feel that that God is saying that when people hate you, do good. And that is when they curse you and say all manner of words against you on all these things, that you bless them. And I don't mean the Christian word like, oh, God bless his heart, which you're really saying that he can go to hell. <laughs> That's what the uh, the Christian term, oh, bless his heart means, right? Um, but when they use you, you pray for them. When they do this, that, and the other thing, you turn the other cheek. And when I think about this, it, it sounds a little like a doormat. But when you gather all the sentences together and you think, what does this, what is God speaking to me through this? I get, don't return evil for evil. So when someone hates you, you continue to do good. When someone curses you, you continue to be a blessing to them. When somebody uh, misuses you or mistreats you, you continue to pray for their well-being and for their health. And you continue to do these things that don't return evil for evil. Now, within the heart of man is to return back. And so that is, if you criticize me, I'm going to criticize you back. And if you say mean and hateful words to me, I'm going to say mean and hateful words back. And what this turns out to be is a tit for tat, right? And all of a sudden, a small matter becomes very huge. 
And the reason why I bring this up is because it's not very conducive to our recovery. If we are walking the the spirit-filled life and we want this recovery life, then the tit-for-tat thing is not going to work out very well because it's going to create a snowball. It's going to create bigger and bigger problems. And this is just not very good for maintaining a life of sobriety. So we got to let those things go. Jesus goes on in, in Luke 6, uh, 30 to give to every man that ask. And in Luke 31, uh, whatever you would have men to do to you, do to them likewise. And this, of course, we know is the golden rule uh, that is taught in our Sunday schools. But um, when we take it to heart and say, you know what, I'm not going to behave in a manner that I don't want done unto me. And that is, if I don't want to be criticized, if I don't want to be judged, if I don't want to be condemned, then I'm not going to be the kind of person that does that to another. And the same is if I want to connect with others and I want to be understood and I want all of these things, then I am going to go ahead and do the same to others. And that is a really, really powerful reality. So um, I'm going to scroll down a little bit, but uh, at the end there at Luke 6.35, he says this, but love your enemies and do good and lend hoping nothing in return again. And your reward will be great. And you'll be called the children of the highest. For he is kind to the unthankful and to the evil. So he brings the conclusion why um, all of this is said. Is that when we do this, we become like the children of God, because this is the way God acts and behaves. Now, this is contrary to religious opinion, because religious opinion says that that God does not love, do good, bless, and and, and turn the other cheek and do, do these things, but that God is the complete opposite of these things. But here's the reality when we think about these, that If God would ask us to love, do good, bless, and pray, and turn the other cheek, and and give to him that ask, and um, he asked us to do these things, but uh, refused to do them himself, um, that would make God a hypocrite. And so what we have today, and I'm going to dive into my pet peeve and my soapbox a little bit, uh, because this is my podcast. <laughs> Hopefully uh, you enjoy my soapbox. But um, we have men today uh, proclaiming that God is the opposite of these things and that he He hates, um, he does bad things, and he curses, and he is, he is unwilling to turn the other cheek. And so we, ha- we the uh, people, men, have made God to be this monster. And that is that he asks us to love, do good, bless, and pray, and turn the other cheek, but he's unwilling to do that himself. And so he does bad, and he curses people, and he does all of these things. And so Jesus said, do good, 
love, pray, do all these things to your enemies. And if God refuses to follow his own advice, then he is the biggest hypocrite of all. And so what we got to understand that the very nature of God is to love, do good, bless um, this, this mentality that Jesus is subscribing here. And so that would mean, you know, I, I see it on social media a lot that um, that men are talking about the judgment of God due to Corona and um, uh, that God is uh, mad and that he is going to do harm and he's going to curse people. And so this is the mentality that I'm talking about, that, that if God is such way, then we can be that way also. And that, that we can we can hate and we can curse and we can do those things also because he gives the justification. And so what Jesus is saying here is that I'm giving you this, this idea of loving, doing good, blessing is because that's just the way the Father is. And that is a, a powerful reality to me that uh, God is not uh, this idea of a hypocrite that he is unwilling to practice the advice that he's giving us. And so that is a, a powerful reality. Looking back, you know, I, um, I only remember a couple sermons. Um, and this is a crazy reality how sometimes sermons are, are not that effective. But um, I only remember a couple sermons, and this is the one that I remember. And um, it had a great impact on me because... I had the same idea that that God is frustrated, God is disappointed, um, God uh, hates people, and he 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 is out there cursing and judging people. And so, when we get the message of do good, love, and pray, and judge not, condemn not, and all of these things, it's because that is the very nature of God Himself, and that's powerful reality. So that's all I have for you today. Um, this was a live podcast. Uh, broadcasted live on Facebook. So I uh, uh, enjoyed it. But uh, I'll see you tomorrow, brothers. Peace.